The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. have a much better road I was lost in the darkness with a mind rebelliously closed I had my opinions based on the times of my past Light shine to me Now I'm living The good life at last There are traps All along On the way For a pilgrim to fail And in a mind There can be Prison bars Stronger than jail That can unlock the dark prison cell And I know that somebody's praying Prayed me out of hell Now I'm a Bible disciple of a living To reach out to others And tell them what I've found plenty of I'll tell them how Jesus saved me And how He filled me on up to the floor So I could flow out to the hurting As a living example of love I can flow out to the hurting as a living example of Now I'm in good condition With the proper nutrition of love I'm having sweet meditations Since I set my affection above Now 
realizing that word harmonizing is the thing. And good success is the natural privilege of the blood bought redeemed. Now I'm a Bible disciple. To reach out to others and tell them what I've found plenty of. I'll tell them how Jesus saved me, how He filled me on up to the floor. So I can flow out to the hurting as a living example. To reach out to others and tell them what I found plenty of. I tell them how Jesus saved me, how He filled me on up to the full, so I can flow out to the hurting as a living example of love. Now I can flow out to the hurting as a living example of love. Hebrews 13:15 that's from our Bible, you know, tells us to offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. Everywhere the Bible commands us to praise the Lord. In fact, it says, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Do you have breath today? Well, use that breath to say praise the Lord. Psalm 150 verse 6 gives us those words there. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. As we minister to him, we enter into his gates with our thanksgiving, we enter into his courts with our praise to him, and we are told to be thankful unto him and to bless his name. The basic difference in worship and praise is that praise centers upon what God has done, and worship centers upon who God is. You know that we can thank and praise and adore human beings and appreciate them as well as God Almighty, but we cannot worship human beings. We can worship only God. Because God only is worthy. And the word worship, remember, comes from an old Anglo-Saxon word, worth sippy. And uh, during a passage of time here, it became worth-ship. And they used to call the old English lords, your worth-ship. And then just as many things we say together, it finally came to be worship. So to worship means to ascribe worth. That's why we read in Revelation 4, that God is worthy to receive glory, to receive honor and power. He created all things, 
and he created them for his pleasure. Remember that David, he said, bless the Lord, O my soul. He didn't say, bless me, O Lord. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. In worship, we adore him for who he is rather than merely for what he has done because we praise him for what he has done. Worship involves giving something to God because he is worthy. So we give of ourselves to him. We give our time. We give our thoughts and we give our words of adoration. As we commune this way with the Lord, a flow of life is established. We commune with him. Isaiah writes in Isaiah 40, verse 31, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. As we wait upon the Lord, there is a change or a passing on of strength. As we wait upon the Lord, we shall exchange our weakness for God's strength. As we wait upon the Lord to commune with him, we begin to absorb some of his strength. He impressed himself and his mind upon us. That's why the psalmist says, My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. That's Psalm 62. Then in Psalm 130, the psalmist writes, Also I wait for the Lord, my soul doth wait. And in his word do I hope. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they watch for the morning. We need to learn to minister to the Lord in praise and worship and communion. God's heart is stirred as we praise him, we worship him, we wait upon him. He begins to move upon us, pouring his blessings, his presence, his revelations and heavenly goodness into our spirits as we just simply praise, worship, and then wait still, in a still way, wait upon the Lord, letting him minister to us. How simply each area here of ministering to the Lord fits together. Praise, worship, and waiting upon the Lord. The Bible is very clear that our first obligation of a Christian ministry is to the Lord. God places this priority on himself, uh, this ministry to himself, even in a corporate sense, how clear it is when we read the scriptures that the reason the church exists is first to minister to the Lord. We don't come to get, we come to give to the Lord. We come to minister out of our uh, being to him. Minister to the Lord first. Second, uh, the reason for the church is to minister to the saints. And then thirdly, to minister to the world or to the lost. And the very first reason for being baptized in the Spirit is not to witness to men, but to worship the Lord. When we put this first, the other essentials of the Christian life all fall into place. It's for this reason that the Spirit gives believers a supernatural language with which to worship God acceptably. As we read in the book of Corinthians, we're told that as we are speaking to the Lord in this way, that we are blessing him with the mouth. We are speaking divine secrets, and we are giving thanks well. The Spirit gives believers this supernatural way with which to worship God acceptably. Whenever God does something the first time, it's well for us to look closely at the details. So we want to look at the first chapter of the book of Genesis. We see that when God created the heavens and the earth, he first moved by his Spirit and then spoke the word, and all things came into being. First, the Spirit moves, and second, 
God's Word comes forth. God moves according to that same pattern today. Ministering to the Lord. The Spirit moves, and we then minister to the Lord. See, His Spirit's always moving. God's presence is always here. We just need to recognize that and know that. They that trust in God, the Lord gives good gifts. Trust God, and we get his whole package of gifts for his glory and for the benefit of others. We can speak divine secrets to the Lord. We can bless him with the mouth, and we can minister to the Lord in a beautiful way. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.